is the Caps Lock Energy Podcast. He is such a legend for that, in a bad way. And hello and welcome to the Caps Lock Energy Podcast. I'm your host, Elliot, and today we have a very special guest on the pod. No, it is non-alcoholic beverage. It is a very fine lady from Salt Lake City. We've got Brandy on the pod. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And I hope I can bring the Caps Lock energy like you have brought it every week. But nonetheless, (laughs) I mean, we're going to talk about something I'm very excited about. So that's... I mean... Let me let me give you a little bit of an intro for this this amigo, this friend of mine from a long time. Um, she's someone I met um, about six months ago now. We've been friends for about six months. I met her when I was uh, last out in Utah. Um, and uh, that trip was a bit weird for me, but it ended up coming out with a really great friend. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, right? And we started talking uh, a lot more once I got back to the UK. Um, and fun fact for all you listeners, all you Caps Lock Energy law masters listening today, I actually came up with the, the name Caps Lock Energy while I was talking to Brandy. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Though, it was- though it's important for legal reasons to say it was my idea, <laughs> she was definitely a part of that. <laughs> right. Well, I just, you had said it, right? And yeah. I was just like, wait a minute. That was really, like, funny. And I love that. <laughs> and, like, we should start saying that all the time, right? And then, yeah, I guess yeah. it ended up being put to good use, so. Yeah, I mean, it. it she, uh... She definitely does keep a list of, like, weird slash cool things I say. Um, okay, okay. I'm feeling like we may have to mention, like, a couple more, though. Like, Okay, sure, all right. Can we do that? Because, like, I think, you know, people need to know, you, like, you... how caps-locked in you are, not only for this podcast, but just, like, <laughs> throughout your entire yeah. life. yeah. I mean, you have to okay, but you have to you have to give a little bit of context for them. But yeah, I would right, I would right. love to hear these again. Okay, well, I have like so many, so let's see. I mean, okay, let's start with the caps lock one because that was a f- that looks like it's the second one I wrote down. Mm-hmm. So he was like, you know, Elliot had just gotten off of his job, and he was all like, Gets way back off my- when when I was getting employed, yeah, absolutely yeah. halcyon days. <laughs> well he's all like you know get off my nine to five i've got like cops like energy you know <laughs> so anyway obviously it was way more funny coming from him right but yeah okay so i mean <laughs> that you're might talking... have been the wackest elliot impression i have ever heard <laughs> I... <laughs> I don't want to do a british accent on here okay it's gonna be <laughs> put yourself on blast yeah all right so the context of oh man okay we got to go with these three but the context (laughs) was just your dating life right Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. how that wasn't going (laughs) i mean as well as you had hoped (laughs) yeah and 
yeah, so, yeah, Elliot's all, like, telling me that the fundamental fact of being a man is just rejection every day of your life. <laughs> Absolute Elliot Settle incel right. warrior. Right. <laughs> and I'll say this next yeah. one, though, was a, it was a combined effort. Mm-hmm. And because you had called your room a man cave of despair. Yes. And I was like, the fun- like, like Superman's Fortress of Solitude, my room is a man cave of absolute despair. Yeah, see, you're way better at saying it. But I was like, <laughs> Dreams yeah. die here. <laughs> I was like, the front door says, hope dies here. Yeah. So I it thought does. that'd be. I still think you should put that sign, you know. You know, here lies my hopes and dreams. Yeah. That well, absolute Squidward meme. You know, that. That leads me to the third and final quote that I'm going to share. When you said okay. that, that January is the graveyard of your hopes and dreams. It is. You, for whatever reason, like, bad stuff happens in January all the time to me. I don't know what it is. Like, fun fact, fun fact. I've only ever been in two relationships, right? Both of them ended in January, right? January is like the bleakest of the midwinter months. It's like New Year's, which I do not know how people think New Year's is fun. It is the most depressing holiday. Um, yeah, January is just it's just an unhappy month for me. It's bad vibe central. Um, well, yeah, which I, th- I guess makes sense because I'm an Aquarius, so like my season is February apparently, but like. It's just that that build up in January is just lowest to the low for whatever reason. I don't get it. Well, it is very ironic because it's like it's supposed to be like, you know, great fresh starts. But like, (laughs) I think that that fresh start just like hits you like a two by four and you're like, this isn't what I was thinking, right? Like, this isn't what I had yeah, in mind. Yeah, my, my, my new plans for rejuvenation fail immediately, inevitably. Yeah, that that is <laughs> the usual color of what goes on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I mean, for those of you who don't know me personally, it is a bit of an Elliot TM brand, is that I vacillate wildly from just absolutely... I would say megalomaniacal arrogance to, like, horrible, crippling insecurity, just on a dime. And you never know where I'm at. It's truly very strange (laughs) to be around me, you know? Right. Well, I mean, coming from you, apparently I give off vibes. Like, there's some rule I'm not following in this world. So, (laughs) I guess. I did say, yeah, yeah, this lady, I'm in, so, you know... For for those of you that don't know, I was, like, raised a Mormon. So I was out in Salt Lake visiting some churches out there. And, you know, this lady comes up to me, like, bright pink hair. You know, I think, like, jewellery across the shop. She looks to me like Saoirse Ronan in, 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 uh, in, in Lady Bird. But, in fact, she is, like, the most righteous person I've ever met. It's so funny. Um, but for whatever reason, I just, like... I look at her and she's just like, you know what, there's something going on. I I feel like, (laughs) I feel like you've got some dark secret, you know? Well, honestly, the funny thing is, I think it's an unspoken thing where others feel this way as well, (laughs) but they just don't have the audacity. Audacity, yeah. Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it might just be a projection of, like, my absolute unspoken, like, you know, suspicion of myself that I'm like, everybody else has to have a dark secret. Like, I have another friend um, who's great, super dope person. She's just really nice. Um, but mm-hmm. I just always say to her that it's like, there's gotta be, it's gotta be that it's like, you run some, like, illegal cockfighting ring. Like, you cannot be this nice and kind and responsible and not have some kind of, you know, evil demons to you. That, that's yeah. genuinely a theory I have. You know, and I feel like those people, they're just out there, like, looking to get, be challenged, right? And, and your, like, goal in your own personal <laughs> life is just to, like... Yeah get them mad or get them like sad about something (laughs) and then i feel like an even worse person because like my goal is to like remove their happiness just to see if it's like possible (laughs) wow you make me sound like such a crappy person you literally said on this pod my mission is to remove happiness (laughs) no no, absolutely terrible friend absolutely terrible friend Well, I mean, you invited me on here, so. (laughs) Yeah, to to be fair. You're not wrong there. If I get put on blast, it is entirely my own responsibility. Well, (laughs) I'll say, too, like, when I was pointing that fact out there, and I I think people listening on, like, you know, let us know if you do that, too, because I feel like... (laughs) Maybe I'm just a horrible person, and that's why I, like, feel like I want to do that. But, like, it's just to see, like, is it possible? Like, do they have a mean bone in their body? (laughs) I mean, one of these days, the the at Capsock Energy pod is going to get a DM. I bet. One of these days. No one's done it yet. Literally, the first person who does this will be the most precious in my heart. Uh, because our social media has literally zero engagement. And I'm okay with that, but also I'm very much not okay with that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I um, mean, yeah. if someone reaches out to you, just know that I may or may not have paid them to <laughs> DM you. Yeah, absolutely. All my followers are bots. Please shut me down. Um, so I've realized, Brenda, we've gone all this time having absolutely titillating chitter chatter we right. haven't really heard much about you yourself brandy you're, you're a mystery lady on this pod like yeah. tell me about yourself what what is your deal well i'm a mystery yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> i've turned in, an, into an absolute npr host i'm just like <laughs> i've turned this around this was a comedy podcast and now it is a searing look into your private thoughts yeah well, so, you know, tell me what's your darkest secret on the pod in public in front of everyone, Brandy. Let's absolutely go. Well, we're gonna leave that be. <laughs> <laughs> wow, calling me out. So I think yeah. in in calling me out though, it mm-hmm. feels like you're calling yourself out. I don't know. Oh, you've turned this around. You you you, you you're chickening <laughs> right. out. Of revealing yourself to the audience. All right. Well, no. So, I... Let's see. I don't know. I guess I kind of feel like 
I aspire to be more of a tomboy. And then when I like tell people my actual hobbies, it's like so girly that it's ridiculous. So like I love doing like hair, nails, baking, like those are my things. So, you know, trying to be that that tomboy that's actually not at all a tomboy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you definitely do look like, you know, some kind of East Coast surfer boy right now. I would definitely, that's how I would summarize your look, what's going on right now. Yeah, and I was telling someone earlier this week about my style, and -hmm. I was like, I think I'd classify it as alternative, beachy, early 2000s collectively that is what i'm what i tried to wear and i think okay it comes out of my personality too but i mean that kind of relates like about what we're going to talk about today that's got me pretty caps locked (laughs) yeah brandy is extremely desperate to talk about this so i'm gonna grant her her wish so Today, we're talking about 2000s trends we wish would come back. And, I, and you know, in Brandy pitched me this episode. I, I would say maybe one week after she, we, we started the pod, she was like, I've got to come on air and talk about this. And now, now there is, like, you know, a vacant seat of power. Now Snorri has left the operation. She's coming in hot. She's like... I gotta talk about this. So, you know, I was like, no time like the present. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, and maybe it just wasn't, that wasn't the moment for me to reveal my <laughs> darkest secrets of just being <laughs> the absolute biggest fan of the Olsen twins. And yes. that's a huge thing that I'm, <laughs> I'm, you know, there's very few things in life that have you caps locked like at any time of the day. Right. Someone could wake you up 3 a.m. and you're like, I'm ready to go. This is my favorite topic. (laughs) Right. And like, it's weird because I would say like the Olsen twins is a big part of that. You know, Mm -hmm. the traumatic lives of child stars, which usually ends up being 2000s child stars who kind of went off the rails. But geez, I mean, you look back these days at all these like. You know, how we did Britney Spears wrong, how we did the Olsen twins wrong. Like, the fact that, like, that guy who does Riverdale, like, Colin Sprouse, I think he's called. Dylan Sprouse, yeah. Cole. The fact that he's, nah, like... Cole. Oh, Cole. is it Cole? Cole, Cole Sprouse, okay. Yeah. The fact that he's a chill dude. I mean, he pretty much says that that's a miracle. Like, well, we let's... did people wrong in the 2000s, my man. It's It was a dark time in the Western world. Right, and I think bringing up... Uh, you know, Cole Sprouts and his brother Dylan. They were big child stars, but then they took a break and they, like, went to college and they had kind of a normal life. So I think that kind of, like, you know, got them grounded. So then they were like, you know, there's more to life than just money, shows, you know. And so I've noticed that the ones who kind of take a step back out of that spotlight well all right i'm gonna actually say what i was about to say is incorrect (laughs) because mary kate and ashley they also Mm. tried to do that they tried to go to nyu and honestly people were just rude to them there uh so 
they tried to get grounded. I, I, I just feel like for the, for the pod, like of our 17 listeners and growing, 40% of those are male. And therefore, I will absolutely guarantee you have no idea who the Olsen twins are. I feel like you've got to give some kind of introduction, like some kind of bring up that Wikipedia page. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, number one, I think we all know Full House, uh, Michelle Tanner, right? So Mary-Kate and Ashley, they switched off kind of in that role. So actually, many people think they're identical twins, but they're actually fraternal twins. Which is weird because they look like exactly the same. But like later in their life, they just had basically an entire franchise of their own movies and, you know, music videos. Yeah. Now they're big fashion designers. So, yeah. But, you know, I I did a little bit of research on this over over the years because there was uh, a YouTube channel called Pretty Much It. Um, that analyze that that did like comedy commentaries of their films, right? Um, that I thought were really funny. So I am like I tangentially know about them. L- like Brandy was that they they were like child stars that like came up when they were about four, and it is genuinely so weird. Like they have like they had like whole TV shows just dedicated to them, just like kind of being cute and singing, and that's it. And then. They were kind of, they were on a couple of TV shows, and then as teenagers, they had, I mean, how many how many films total they, did they do when they were teenagers? Oh, man, making me look bad here. I don't know the exact number, but... But, like, ballpark. Well, their actual, like, films, I would go with, yeah. like, around 8 to 10 something crazy so eight to ten feature films within the space of i would hazard to say they did it from when they were like like 12 13 to when they were like 18 so within about like within about nine years you've produced 10 films like that's a lot a lot but on top of this they also had like a whole magazine empire a whole fan club i think they released albums like they were like a huge multi-million dollar business and yeah. the weirdest thing is, Elizabeth Olsen, who's now Wanda Maximoff in the Marvel films, was like considered like the kind of because uh, she's their stepsister, I believe, was like the unpopular one. And now right. the 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 Olsen twins proper absolutely stay out of the spotlight. And she's maybe one of the I mean maybe not a list, but she's definitely close to that. You know, right? Yeah, she's, she's huge. I think she's showed in a couple like. You know, Jimmy Fallon and talk shows, interviews, that she was in, like, one of their music videos, and she's, like, they're, like, making fun of her or something, and she's, like, crying, and that's, like, it. She's got, like, a (laughs) 30-second clip of her in there, and and that's about how much she was featured, but, yeah, Yeah. I mean, and to be honest, it's got me a little bit caps-locked that she's taking the spotlight, but (laughs) at the same time, I'm pretty sure that's what Mary-Kate and Ashley want. They don't. Yeah. You know, it's like so. Ba- basically, what 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 I want from you this this episode is about two thousands right. trends we should bring back. I want your hot take about why we should bring the Elson twins back. Because well, I feel like that's if you're mentioning them, that's why. So what what's your pitch here? 
Okay, so you talked about, like, their movie productions, right? But, like, yeah. they were, like, in control of those. They were, like, I don't know what it's called. They were the actual producers of their own the stuff. They were, like, the CEO of their own company. But right. mainly, you know, seeing as they're fashion icons now, even back then, they had, like, so <laughs> many trends that I'm just, like, bring it back. So yeah. here's an example. They also have a show yeah. called So Little Time. And in this, I would say about, like, half the time, they have, like, this amazing hairstyle where literally, like, the upper half of their hair is curled and the bottom half is, Mm -hmm. like, stick straight. And I'm like, they make it look good, though. So I'm like, where's that at? We should bring that back. (laughs) If we're bringing mullets back and stuff like that, then, you know, who's to fight this opinion? For for context, dear viewers, Brandy was out here sending me maybe in the region of six different pictures of this last night she was absolutely spamming my phone at 2 a.m with pictures of this this like curly straight deal um yeah. <laughs> and, uh, i don't know how to feel about it right and so also like it, i don't know you yeah. you see my hair i kind of have a a shorter a line i mean you're on a podcast we don't see you <laughs> right right well i'm saying you know elliot sees my hair but what it is that's why i explained that it's a short a line all right Uh, but like this short cut is very, very similar to a cut that Ashley had for a long time. So like I'm aspiring Mm. to their greatness and I don't (laughs) think I'll ever get there, but Mm. I at least like see their contributions. So this has brought me to another thing that has recently got me caps locked. And, it, and it by has the way, dear viewers, I, I pay her five dollars every time she says the word "caps locked." <laughs> I want I I I, I want to try and increase our brand awareness. This this is how our sponsorships work. Right, he pays me for that. I pay someone yeah. to DM him. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. It's it's circular. It's absolutely circular. It's okay. absolutely a Ponzi scheme. Is this part? All right, but back to what I was saying. Uh, in- okay. I was in early 2000s hit movie 13 going mm-hmm. on 30. Okay, this was Jennifer Gardner and she's got this really cute very colorful I'm pretty mm. sure it was like different shades of blue uh like green, pink, maybe pink. I'm not even sure about that. And she's got her yeah. hair in like Man, this is hard to explain on here, but it's got basically those those space buns kind of thing. But she's got like yeah. chopsticks in them. Anyway, mm-hmm. I was just like, I love that outfit, and like yeah. I want to put it together for myself to wear, right? <laughs> so this okay. is my thought process, and only days later, it's coming up all over the internet that like. Ariana Grande is wearing that outfit on The Voice. Mm. I was so triggered. I was like, now I can't do it. Now I can't do it because now I'm just going to look like I'm copying her. In reality, I was like, girl, (laughs) how did you steal my idea? And the reason I really have to say I mean, Ariana Grande is absolutely spying on your ass. That's how it works. (laughs) Right. She cares so much about this. But like, you know, I got to say it here. One, it definitely applies to the early 2000s vibe and styles that mm. we should bring mm. back. Especially mm. her hair. 
killed it on the hair. I encourage everyone to look that up. It's 100% worth your time. And, you know, maybe if you look it up and you send it over to us, Elliot might just give you $5. <laughs> that is absolutely not true but please please doing like i i probably what i'll i'll get brandy to do is i'll get her to send me more 3am dms about um all these uh very strange sounding haircuts i'll put them on the instagram just for context this one Um, yeah wasn't quite a haircut but it was like a a half up style super cute there's not a difference there's not a difference (laughs) there totally is the women on here like you know there is (laughs) we're gonna take a short break but we'll be right back after this and we're back how was that break for you brandy it was so good up until you said, like, we're back. And I just felt this little burp coming on. And that happened in the beginning, too. So maybe it's the nerves, right? Or maybe it's the excitement. Wow. The caps lock excitement. <laughs> cha-ching, cha-ching. I got another $5. So so you're literally saying to me that everything was fine until you started the podcast. Is that what you're saying to me? Pretty much. I was feeling the feels of relaxation and then it was psych. <laughs> yeah, this pod, you know, if you're getting relaxed to this stop, you're not meant to be relaxed while listening to Caps Hawk Energy. Right. You're meant to be tense as hell. That's, That's so our brand. True. And <laughs> and my body knows that. And so my body's yeah. like, bring up the burp because this girl needs yeah. to get back in it. We're not here to have a good time. We're here to have a bad time. That's how it is. Yeah, but like, you know, I've talked a lot about (laughs) those things from the early 2000s that just really get me excited. Some angry. Yeah. Yeah. In these times. But what about you, my friend? What about me, my friend? Okay. So here's a, like, here's a take, okay? It is, it is a 2000s trend. Um, actually, give me a sec. I got to. I gotta actually look this up. I just gotta make sure I'm correct with my factoids here. All right. Okay. Yes. Okay. It is an early two thousands trend that I want to bring back in a big way, and that is okay. And prepare yourselves here. Dun, dun, the dun. Star Wars prequels. All my right. man, they are like bad movies for sure, but like. I have to think that they would be, if you got a different writer to write them, mm-hmm. they would be so much better today. I mean, the the thing about George Lucas, right? I think he just does not have a lot of talent in writing. It, it's why, Ooh. it's why, and this might be a hot take to some, but it's why the, the original Tridge was basically a ripoff of Kurosawa most of the time. It was basically a space western a lot of the time. Um, wait, and, wait, wait. But on the other hand, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. A ridge tridge. A ridge tridge. Is that a thing it's that people say? It's short for original trilogy. That is a thing people say. I have never heard I've that. I've met my bottom taller. People say a ridge tridge. <laughs> Bet your bottom dollar. And that dollar. people is me. <laughs> Bet your bottom dollar that a ridge tridge yeah. is a thing. <laughs> I don't like I've never seen the musical Annie, 
that I I quote that line so much. <laughs> Even though I like you know, the the prospect of me being like, you know, this last penny that I have, I'm gonna bet that people say a ridge tridge. That's a terrible decision. Why? <laughs> um You're about to anyway. have your last penny after how much you're paying me. Caps lock, caps lock, caps lock, fifteen dollars. <laughs> True enough, and I don't have that many pennies to begin with, my dude. I've been unemployed for two. You pay long. me only in pennies. I'm gonna yes. get like yeah, a huge exactly. package in the mail. I open it up. Little leprechauns <laughs> coming out of it. Like I see it now. I'm going to pay maybe five hundred pounds in shipping costs. Getting all this zinc <laughs> and nickel to you. You got um, a credit card, right? <laughs> Yeah, can make I'm it work. Absolutely, all gonna right, have to right. s- sell my kidneys to get this. But promotion. back to your but, your yes love of the ridge tridge. The ridge. Well, no. So this is the thing. I I actually, I, I actually think the ridge tridge is kind of okay. I I may make myself the pariah of the Star Wars community, but of the Star Wars films, um, I kind of prefer the sequels and the prequels, like. They are definitely all, all, like, with the exception of The Last Jedi, which I really like, they are all, like, bad to, like, mediocre films. But they are films that I think just have so much more promise, I think, in terms of um, making a legitimate statement. I mean, I think... So the thing about the prequels, right, is that it's all about this idea of it's... uh, it's a sort of three it's it's basically a three movie tragedy of Anakin Skywalker right how he right. you know starts as a naive kid um sort of gets you know within the logic and morals of the film corrupted by love and then you know that's leveraged against him to um do really monstrous things in this case sort of turning a democracy republic into an authoritarian monarchy basically right he's a, um, he's a legend in a bad way He's a legend in a bad way, to be sure. Absolutely TM registered trademark. Um, but yeah, he... Uh, <laughs> yeah, not a nice dude, to be sure. But I think it's a really interesting story. Um, Hayden Christensen, shout out to my bro. He's not a great actor in this, but I honestly think, you know, in a lot of ways, if you had, like... if you. Honestly, if you had Adam Driver be Anakin Skywalker, the guy who did Kylo Ren, if he was... Because he could basically just do Kylo Ren, but just as Anakin. I would love to see that. All right, you know, Because so- I think that's what they're going for. That, like, he's, like, you know, a sort of teenager to early 20-year-old who is, like, uh, you know, has so much emotions. Because the idea of the Force is it comes with your attachment to the world, right? Uh, but the Jedi are about that attachment, but also semi-conscious detachment, right? And Anakin is someone who isn't ever able to embrace that sense of detachment. And, like, they try and make it that he he's just, like Kylo Ren, prone to outbursts. He's very shouty. He's kind of moody about certain things. He's damaged. Hayden Christensen kind of makes it sound like he's like a stroppy two-year-old. But if you've got Whoa. a good actor to do that... I'm sorry. I like the bro. He's just. I. I just needs to get a different acting coach on two and three. So now I'm. I'm gonna be straight up with you. Um, so you mentioned a legend in a bad way, and then you gave a yeah. shout out in a bad way. He's a. Sh- yeah, it's a shout out in a bad. I like 
for all I know, he's a stand-up dude. And, like, he, he like, right. you watch any of the behind the scenes, he is, like, insanely committed to Star Wars. You know? Like, so he... this isn't a, an attack on his character. Like, no, his actual no, there was, He literally did... He did an ep- There was an episode three video game, which is one of the best movie tie-in video games that exists, I would contend. And he literally, Hayden Christensen, spent, like, weeks, I think, like, insisting on how his character within the video game had to hold his lightsaber. It is why Loki, in the game, Anakin holds his lightsaber really weirdly. But, like, that was the thing he insisted on. So, like, I think, you know, a great guy, and I wish him all the best. Um, but yeah, pretty much one of the things I thought about doing for this podcast is like, I have an entire alternate screenplay for episode three in my head somewhere. Um, I think it is a film with such an interesting premise in terms of the, the, you know, like man corrupted friendships ended, uh, a thriving Republic overthrown, but it's just so badly executed. You know, it's just simple things like the fact that the inciting incident of that film is a spooky dream he has. Like, it's so silly. So, but, you know, you could just make so many minor changes to that and it would be great. Right. Yeah. Would you be of the opinion to, like, bring this back maybe in a series as well? Like, I know they've got What some... do you mean? I'm not... I mean, there's there's that one... What is the the series that they've got on Disney Plus of that? Oh, you mean you mean the Mandalorian? Yeah, the Mandalorian. So, like, yeah. would you want episode three to be like Mandalorian, or would you rather it be like a film? I mean, I think they could definitely be in the in the film, you know, in the film medium still. I mean, the, truthfully. <laughs> I I honestly think, and this is going to make me sound like the most nerdish possible, but I think Star Wars is kind of made worse by the fact that it's committed to being a family film, to be honest. Like, the fact... Like, I think, you know, Star Wars could stand to be a lot more Game of Thronesy, truthfully. Not quite Game of Thrones, but, like, you get what I mean. I think there's there's, like, a lot there, and the fact that it's committed to being a kid's film makes it a little bit worse. Like... Yeah. You know, Jar Jar was put... You know, think on this audience. Jar Jar was put onto episode one because he was going to be like Olaf and Frozen. Like, he was the comic comic relief character. And, you know, George Lucas was like, people are going to love Jar Jar kind of thing. And it's like, it's one of the many reasons I think making a family film kind of held it back. That they're just like... Yeah, and like, in all the films, why all the droids are like simultaneously a very scary villain and also bumbling buffoons all the time it's like it's it's one of those ways where committing it to being a kid's thing is like actually makes it worse but on the other hand it is a very dumb film about space wizards so maybe i'm thinking about it too seriously but i don't know i just think it you know it could be sort of lord of the ringsy in terms of its you know lord of the rings-esque in terms of its, you know, scale and things, but it just never quite managed it. I don't know. Yeah, I feel that, and maybe they might feel it's too far into the, you know, gearing it toward families to, like, go... People might be a little too upset about that. (laughs) 
but yeah i mean i think it's a good it would thing. make zero business sense and it would pretty much they would just do that just to satisfy me but you know but they should. That's the very if, reason that yeah, they should. Yeah, but they should do that to please me, because I'm a cool dude. Like, if I ever find $500 million lying around, like, that's probably what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Put it to some good use. Love it. Yeah, Love it. Ab- absolutely a great business de- decision being made by Elliot. Let's go. Yeah. So, yeah, that that is that is a trend I would totally bring back. 100%. Star- the, the Star Wars prequels, I would bring them back. That's what I would All right. I mean, so we've talked a lot about, like, celebrities, films, (laughs) that kind of trends that should be brought back. But, like, what about music? Do you have a take on that? So, (laughs) friends of the pod will know my music taste for the majority of my life has been truly horrendous. I only (laughs) really like the Beatles and, like, some Turkish folk music, basically, from when I was about, like, 13 till... I don't know, until I went to college, that was when I started li- liking good music. Like, when I got Spotify, I think. So it would have been, yeah, it would have been Whoa, about 17, okay. 18. We gotta have a correction here, though. Like, when uh, you started liking, I feel like you're you're a little bit attacking the Beatles right now, and I don't think no, that's no, gonna okay, blow okay. very well. Could, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a step back from that comment. Right. I'm gonna say... Um, it's a little outdated. Like music. I, I, I love. Yeah, I love the Beatles. I still do. I have all of their CDs. But it, it is said that my music taste hardly ever expanded outside the Beatles. And when it did, that music was terrible. If you get what I mean. Okay. That's that's what I mean in the sense I didn't really appreciate good music until then. All right. Like well, there was a lot of good music out there, and I was just like, I'm too hipster to appreciate Taylor Swift, even though she is, you know objectively speaking a musical genius out here so you know well then let's bring the jerk spotlight over to me then and say <laughs> okay let's talk about the music that i want to be brought back from uh-huh. the good old days the early 2000s kind of merging into the 90s <laughs> but i'm i mean from what we've talked about my style right i mentioned a little bit of how i like that alternative style a bit you know, in my clothes, but and, also and bear in, in mind, music. this is alternative for Utah. You know, this it just <laughs> right. this isn't. We're not talking too alternative. We're talking. <laughs> but those punk bands of the late '90s, early 2000s. You know, Green Day, yeah. Weezer. Yeah. So many, but that music has just kind of fallen away from the spotlight here. Let's bring it back. I know it's like yeah, teenage it's white boy music though, so maybe <laughs> maybe that's the yeah, controversy I mean, there, but Yeah. Just just because hip hop is so powerful and so popular these days, it's like guitar and band music has kind of fallen away. And yeah, to to be honest, I had this 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 girl I was talking to and she, she showed me some sort of punky guitar music and it was like literally the whitest thing I've ever heard. Like, I'm a white guy, and that was, like, too white for me. You know what I mean? That was lame as hell. (laughs) All right. Well, I think with music, it's always evolving. I think we need to bring the goodness back of that. Maybe bring it into (laughs) a newer age, though. A new... You know, we're in a new era from then. But there's some aspects of that that I just crave to return so (laughs) yeah 
And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Um, so when I saw um, Turning Red... Um, turning Red I again. Never we're, had... we're back on Turning Red for the Cavs. You know we're on. back on Turning Red. Turn, turn, turning Red was a good-ass film. I never had a boy band phase, but, like, watching that film made me want to bring the boy band back. It was so sick. I don't... I can't express it for whatever reason. I was, like, really vibing with it. I mean, it, it, it's because they got Phineas on the track, who is genuinely, you know, one of the the forces behind Billie Eilish. So, right, you know, yeah. a really hot producer and singer on his own right. Um, but, yeah, I... If I could have Four Town today in real life i would be a fan of four town today in real life 100 percent, i would um i would absolutely be a four towner four town resident uh i don't know what the names right. of the fans are but yeah oh yeah is it is it was it you that do, doesn't like uh, uh turning red by the way i have a friend who doesn't like it yes it was me Gosh damn it, Brandy, you disappoint me. This is the Your taste is whack. This is actually the deep dark secret that I could not reveal. Yeah. yeah. No, but I'll say <laughs> it's one of those where I felt like I had myself sitting there being like, I think it's gonna be over soon. I think it's gonna be over soon. And it just kept going and going. And whenever I feel that way, that's a sign to me not a huge yeah. fan. But I will say the best part of the movie that I can agree with is yeah. the friends. The friends were so funny because they were just like so out of control, so different, mm -hmm. wacky. But it really does like <laughs> it is relatable in that way. Yeah. I think hashtag relatable. We all sure. had those awkward phases. And yeah. I'll say I was a directioner, 100% One Direction. Yeah. And. I, I, I that, relate to those by girls. The, so. By the way, that that is it's, it's another thing I've evolved from. I used to be one of those one, guys who hated One Direction for no other reason than it was like popular with teenage girls. I have since listened to more of their oeuvre. They're actually not as bad as people say. I would recommend giving them a second listen. But that's just my two cents. All right. Well, that's good. I think that that's the right <laughs> decision. And yeah. my opinion here is very important. But... You know, I think I think if you bring these things up, your dating life could really improve. You can get him to come and stay. <laughs> wow. Are you are you saying the reason I'm single is because I don't mention One Direction enough, Randy? Are you really calling me out like that? Well, if you have this like hatred toward them for none other reason than defying what other women like then <laughs> yeah fair point i can't argue with that to be but, honest but speaking of the early 2000s i mean as we've been speaking was it in sync was yeah. it in sync like was it i'm pretty sure okay. it was we, right look i'm are we talking in sync or talking backstreet boys that's I, the question both both were really hit boy mm. bands i think they had very similar vibes and they were around the same time right but their music videos like we should bring back the vibes of the music videos from the early 2000s though like i don't know if anyone can argue with that because like oh in the 90s and the early 2000s they had that like fisheye 
you know, they, they'd film mm. it with that fisheye camera. So good. <laughs> like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, the new era, the new time. Like, let's bring that, innovate mm-hmm. it a little bit, and... Have I, have I yeah. ever shown you that video I did where I sang I Want It That Way in German with a friend of mine when I was oh, 16. Oh no, I've only gotten one, <laughs> one hit Elliot song, but I'm just on the edge of my seat for this one. Um, since, since it's mine to share, I'll put a clip of this on the pod, but I'm just, I'm, I'm going to show a little bit of this to Brandy. I'm going to send it to her right now and you're going to get the absolute live oh, reaction wow. to this. Oh, wow. Right. This has turned into a live reaction <laughs> podcast. Abs- absolutely on the pod. <laughs> it's kind of everywhere, but I'm, uh, I'm really go. looking forward to this. This is, this is, by the way, my, my most watched vid- uh, video on my, on my channel, Beast of Rock 3. Um, it has 200 whole views. And eight likes. Absolutely move over, PewDiePie. But yeah, I sent it I sent it to your messenger. Have have a listen. Alright. And I'm gonna comment too right here that I think yeah. maybe you'd be converted to boy bands if you yourself were <laughs> Elliot and the crew. Like I can see it being yeah. the name of your boy band. Alright. I mean and to to give this video a bit of context while Brandy's just um, it was basically because when I was learning German, all my textbooks were from the 90s. And so all the girls that were like, you know, when, when you ask what kind of music do they like, it was like, Ich mochte die Backstreet Boys horn kind of thing. <laughs> and so we made our personal mission in German class to mention the Backstreet Boys in every single essay we ever had to write for German. So anyway, this culminated in me with a friend singing Ich mochte so I want it that way in German. <laughs> so Brandy's out here vibing. What's what's your thoughts so far? Feeling like I'm in a club. <laughs> <laughs> Which helps you to see that I definitely do not go to clubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I had a I mean... club, I would put this music in it. I mean, as you can tell by the fact that this is the first non-explicit episode of Caps Lock Energy, Snorri was definitely the fun one of the two of us. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. All right, but, okay. My live reaction Mm -hmm. was just vibing mainly, but also just, like, so (laughs) many ideas coming into my mind. Like, yes, like, you know, this would be slightly better with the fisheye camera, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow okay let's get you some uh you need some more people in the band right and let's yeah we can't even see your friend in the background we can barely see you yeah okay i will tell you this this is a thing and if if don't if, if dumb you are listening to this i am calling you out i am subtweeting you on this the, my friend who is now uh he, he works for the methodist church he's a big big deal dude um he refused to be in it. He was like, he specifically tilted the camera so only the top part of his head was visible. It is some major whackness. Well, um, after this, he's going to be like begging you to do another one and like so he can be in it this time because of how With big the it's massive be. clout of my maybe six viewers is, is going to be begging. But I will say, I will say that best part of the video is the fact that like the mood is like 
so dark, like <laughs> worst lighting I've ever seen. And it's good. It's a good thing you're doing a podcast and not like a video series yeah. here because it, it's so bad. It's a very bad video. He insisted on doing one take. This I wanted to do another take. That was the first take. Can you can you believe that? Can you believe I was so perfect in one take? Um, any anyway, um, we're gonna take a little bit of a break and then we're gonna roll right into our last section. And we're back, and we're here to talk about our last section. As always, what's got us caps locked in? And this week, I've got a real doozy. Um, Ooh, tell us. Just before we started recording, I went and saw this film, Operation Mincemeat. It's out now in the UK. It's kind of big here. It's a World War II thing about this spycraft thing. Um, man, that film stunk. It was one of those Ooh. films that got like real raves from critics, but... I got in there. I did not like it at all. It's shout out in a bad a way. Film. If I had shout out in a bad if way. If I had a nickel for every time you did a shout out in a bad way on this <laughs> podcast episode, I would have two nickels. <laughs> yeah, it's a shout out in a bad way. Um, yeah, it was. It's like supposedly an espionage drama, but it spends ages on this B plot that goes nowhere. This like really weird romance thing that you know, eventually culminates in a whole total of Jack and doesn't relate to the, the main thread at all. Um, and, like, the actual spycraft of it is basically handled in what feels like a ten-minute montage so we can go back to people making pain glances at each other for no reason. And, and okay, this is the funniest thing. And this is a minor spoiler alert for people who want to see this terrible film. Mm. But one of the characters is um, the guy from Succession. He's super, super great actor. And the whole thing of this thing... That is, is not in, clear in it up now. <laughs> yeah, he's... Um, well, you'll look up Operation Mincemeat. You'll know who I mean. Um, he's um, uh, Siobhan's husband. I forget his name. Anyway, um, he's he's in this. And his, his character, the, the whole deal is, is like... He's in this love triangle. And it's Colin Firth and some other lady. And he's kind of he's kind of jealous. And... As I say, it's a love triangle that goes nowhere and does nothing, really. Um, but I just thought it was so funny. At the end, like, he got one of those, like, you know, like they do in historical films where they say sort of what happened after. It was like, it was like, this guy, he later got married and enjoyed a lot of hobbies. And that was, like, his summary. And it's like... What greater slam can you do of someone than it's just like he enjoyed a lot of hobbies? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> what's like, and that's that's meant to be an executive summary of his life. He got married and enjoyed lots of hobbies. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and... if that's getting as much hype as you're sounding like it's getting we should yeah. have so many more viewers on this podcast <laughs> than we currently do yeah. the, the internet's gonna hear this hot take they're gonna be incensed yeah so yeah. how about you brandy what's 
got you caps locked in this week? 100% American Idol. I am a huge American (laughs) Idol fan. And I'll say, right, like, we can even trace this back to early 2000s, right? This is when I'm pretty sure it started... (laughs) She keeps she she's listening to me on these airpods. Yeah, she they keeps dropping them. It's so sad. Yeah. No. Well <laughs> Anyway, do continue. Yeah. So American Idol. Yeah. It started in two thousand, right? We got Kelly Clarkson, got some other names mm-hmm. in there. Jordan Sparks, mm-hmm. you know, Adam Lambert. Great, great singers. Yeah. But now Veritable I think we've got who? some some stars in the making. Okay, this is just evidence that my life is trying to just encapsulate the early 2000s, even still. And as I'm saying this to you, like, I'm feeling it in the moment. Like, that is what this is. So the reason being, on American Idol, yeah. I had... So this isn't the episode... Well, I guess when this comes out, it won't even be close. But... Some really good singers that have been in it. Okay, we got Fritz, Mm -hmm. Christian, and Leah. Those are my top three. (laughs) You know, I said it here. By the time this pod gets out, maybe they're all going to be gone, but I'm going to doubt it. But Fritz this week, okay, he just destroyed it. It was so good. He sang Wonderwall by Oasis. Mm -hmm. Okay, but... Like, I was a little bit worried because in the the video, you know, before he starts singing, he mm-hmm. was like, I'm going to try to change it a little bit, you know, make it more <laughs> oh, me, no. right? That's never a good you idea, You know that's Christina. a red flag, right? But <laughs> honestly, I loved what he did with it. He just, he made it intimate it was like an intimate experience which i don't actually feel with the original i'm pretty sure oasis Mm. has come out and said like we actually hate our song to be honest like we didn't (laughs) we didn't think this one was going to be the one that got so big but yeah you know just how it was used so much but yeah so he really did so well (laughs) and you know elliot i'm pretty sure you know elliot and and for those those who know me yeah, on this the, podcast, there's, right? There's no one here who's listening who doesn't know me, man. All right. I well, would be very for surprised. For those who know me, you'll know yeah. that I'm a huge Bob Dylan fan. And yeah. Leah, she sang Make You Feel My Love by Bob Dylan. Another yeah. really great one. She's got these beautiful like trembles in her voice. And mm. I, I think she's going to be the winner of American Idol, but... That might be controversial, yeah. or nobody cares about American Idol like me, but <laughs> <laughs> that that does have me caps-locked this week. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that insight into a world I truly have no idea about. I mean, this this must have been what it felt like when I talked to Snorri about basketball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, I want to thank you, Brandy, for coming on to the pod. It has been a great time. Yeah. We're going to close it off there with some plugs, which thankfully the first time I'm doing this solo, I don't forget to do. Um, you can follow me on Twitter on and on Instagram at Elwald in Elysium. And you can follow the pod on Twitter at Caps Lock Energy. 
and on Instagram at CapsLockEnergyPod. You can't find us on Reddit because we've been banned. And you could find us on LinkedIn, <laughs> but you shouldn't. Have you? Um, yeah. So good. That it's Brandy, so have you, uh, Brent, Brandy, have you got any plugs? You know, I'm not... I'm not cool that I don't have a Twitter. Um, <laughs> maybe if Elon Musk buys Twitter, I'm going to consider. Just kidding. Totally Damn. kidding. But I do have an Instagram if you want to follow me on there. It's Brandy, B-R-A-N-D-I, with four N's. Don't ask why it's four N's. Oh, don't ask why it's four N's. But okay. it's because... The top was three ends, and I just had to one-up that person. <laughs> okay. This has been the Caps Lock Energy Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This is Elliot and Brandy signing out. Peace. He is such a legend for that, in a bad way.